and something we are monitoring, as are Jonathan Honig and Jim Bianco, uh, two market pros. You know, guys, I was thinking as uh, Kelly was going through this sort of utility bill emergency, what effect rising interest rates would have on that? I mean, you can't not pay your utility bill. Uh, for the time being, there are no rescues for, for people behind on those bills. I'm just wondering if raising the rates is even addressing increases like that, Jonathan. What do you think? Well, raising their rates are pushing up costs for everything, Neil. And I think that's the thing to, to keep in mind about inflation. It's not simply a, a rise in the cost of energy or foods. It's a broad uh, rise in the price of everything due to a, a government expansion of the money supply. So this is vexing every American, Neil. You know, it's costing the average American something on the order of $6,800 extra a year. That's real money. And the real impact isn't even so much in what it costs consumers, but what it's impacting in terms of producers, in terms of new wealth, new uh, and, and innovations and jobs. The bond market's down about 14 or 15 percent this year. That's the worst uh, uh, reading on record. And this is going to be a real headwind. And it's one of the reasons now, Neil, you have 80 percent of stocks below their 50 and 200 day moving average. If that's not a bear market, I don't know what is. You know, Jim, it's accelerating too. We were up almost 400 points on the Dow, just a hint of stronger than expected economic news on the home sales front or a slightly higher than expected consumer sentiment number is all the market needs to sell. Um, that's, a, that's a bad attitude market. And I'm wondering if that is also close to capitulation market. I mentioned that because the volatility index, the VIX as it's better known, is in and out of multi-month highs here. Uh, and usually that is a reverse signal, uh, maybe a buying signal. Where are you on this? You know, when you look at sentiment and you look at whether or not there's a capitulation in the market, you do have to come to what Jonathan said. Is this a bear market or a bull market? Because if this is a bear market, you could see sentiment go to apocalyptic or suicidal levels. In other words, hmm. this isn't going to be the end if it's a bear market. You know, you see the opposite of this, by the way, in a bull market. In a bull market, it goes to euphoria, mania levels. We call it FOMO, TINA. But now... I think that this market is going to continue to struggle and it's going to continue to be a source of frustration for some time until we get these basic questions answered. Is inflation peaking? Is the Fed going to pivot? Is our earnings going to survive this period as we move forward? If the answer to those questions is no, and it appears like it is for now, then this market's going to continue to kind of trade sideways to lower and it's going to be very volatile. You know, guys, we had uh, Wharton Professor Jeremy Siegel on uh, a little earlier who says that the Fed owes the American people an apology. He's not alone. Uh, we're also hearing from, uh, you know, a, a number of former China uh, central bankers that the Fed is leading the world into a much tougher environment. From Elon Musk himself, it's obvious that the Fed, in his words, quote, is tanking the economy. Now, whatever your views on that, I mean, some some folks are beginning to say the Fed is leading us into financial Armageddon here. Uh, what, what, do you, what do you think of that, John? Well, you know, the, the Fed is reacting to what government did. I mean, government, it causes inflation. So back then, you know, years ago, when people were debating, do we want to send out checks for $1,500, $2,000, $4,000, all that trillions of dollars of money printing, that's what caused the inflation the first time. So, you know, uh, Milton Friedman said at best, Neil, there is no such thing as a free lunch. So the Fed, once again, is what they say is behind the curve. Interest rates were rising, uh, rising a long, long time before the Fed even got on the track. So the money's been spent, the money's been printed, and all 
all of us Americans, and certainly worldwide, are paying for all that proliferate spending in D.C. You know, uh, real quickly on that same subject, Jim, uh, Bianca, I, I, I talked to a, you know, a, a, a market player who I talk to almost every day on the phone. It doesn't come on TV a lot, but he says, it is one thing, Neely said, to lose confidence in the president. That happens a lot. But when you lose confidence in the chairman of the Federal Reserve and the Federal Reserve by extension, that's a lot more dangerous. What do you make of that? Oh, it, it definitely is. And the question you have to ask is, lose confidence in the Fed, how? Are we losing confidence in the Fed in their ability or their resolve to fight inflation? Are we losing confidence in the Fed that they're not really serious or what Wall Street calls the Fed pivot? And that's really the, the crux of the question. Um, I'm of the opinion that, yes, I'm with Dr. Siegel. The Fed made a terrible mistake, maybe one of the worst ever, hmm. by, by continuing to stay easy last year, fostering inflation. I'm also with him that inflation is probably peaked at 9%. It better, or we're in a world of hurt. But I'm not with him arguing that we're on our way back to 2%. I think we're on our way back to a much higher level, maybe four, maybe three, maybe five, is where we're going to go with inflation. And that, if that's the case, Fed is right to have this resolve in fighting inflation. Now, right. if they waver on this in any way and we lose confidence in them, then the market is going to lose confidence that inflation can be brought under control. And that is not a good place to be. Certainly not right now, with the Dow down about 161 points as the selling ensues. We'll have more to this.